Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. I think you got a button pushed over there, Jeff. It's been quite the morning already. It looks like the hotline phone has picked up or something. Oh. Who's that? Is that you? Yeah, oh, right, there you go. The fat fingers, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> that was operator error. There's been a lot of glitchiness this yeah. morning with our equipment. I wonder if it's the moon or something. Uh, or somebody just messed with something. Yeah. But uh, it's rebooted and everything seems to be okay. Sometimes that's all it is. Does it really? So we thought we'll it was see. okay before. Did you guys try rebooting it? Yeah. Well, I learned something new this morning. Yeah. That when you reboot these two computers over here, uh, even though they look like they've rebooted and they're ready to go, you actually have to give them five minutes for them to, to connect talk work. to each other, connect to the network, and all yes. that. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. You know, in the in the medium of immediacy, <laughs> that's <laughs> ideal. Yeah, but that's that's what you've gotten used to. Instant gratification. Right. <laughs> Why isn't this working? It's I rebooted it. So much more efficient than it was twenty years ago. Uh, Happy anniversary, by the way. That's right, you guys. Yeah, I know. Twenty one years actually. Yeah. It's Are you guys tomorrow going out tomorrow to celebrate and have dinner or maybe brunch or breakfast? You know, it's just mind blowing to think that if we would have had a baby on the day that we first started, <laughs> yes. we'd we'd be buying them beer today. Right. Yeah. You know, or vodka or something. Is well, we alcohol? got a lot of alcohol in here. <laughs> is there booze included? on the platter over there. There yes. is. There is Tito's, there's scotch, there's, I think you got wine and Jen got a nice sparkling... Um, Non-alcoholic something. Yeah, because she doesn't really <laughs> drink, but there's a lots of sweets over there. Wow, that's a nice scotch it too is. she got. We'll have to it get is. some uh, get some sugar rush going. Yes, yeah. Let's do it. So, uh, thanks to the boss for yes. spreading the love. Daddy. Yeah. Love it. Nice to be loved. It is. And uh, we love our e-news. First E-News of the day coming up. Kim Kardashian has acne. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's top story, kids. Top story. <laughs> she, is she pimping an acne cream now? No, but I bet she's got her skincare line coming out. Oh, yeah. We'll find out soon enough what works. Paris Hilton has a new TV series coming. And Taylor Swift's concert film is making just an absolute fortune. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Oh, 
always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Kim Kardashian, man. It's rough. It's hard. It's hard to be Kim. She's in her 40s, man. She's 43 almost. Not quite. But So she should be coming into her own at this stage of life, right? No, you would think. But (laughs) poor thing. She still gets acne. She says it's interesting to experience and can make her feel really insecure. She said it's really tough when your skin goes through a lot of changes that you weren't really expecting to go through. She's been working on acne products with her skincare line, Skin by Kim. Oh, there you have and it. And says they will be coming in the future. She also has a hack for not picking up pimples. Wear long, fake nails. <laughs> and her favorite beauty tools. Like, I don't have fat enough fingers back here. <laughs> exactly. And her favorite beauty tools are good high-definition mirrors and extractor tools. Wow. Nice. Man. I wouldn't have taken her for a picker, but there you go. Yeah. There's a lot of pickers out there. It is interesting, though, when you get older and hormones really just have their way with your face and you can't control it. Hormones have their way with all kinds of things throughout your entire life in different ways. Like, as a woman, though, you're like, like, why do I have a zit? Like, I don't know what's happening. I hate that word. But is that like a... a Zit? Yes. (laughs) What would you, a pimple? You like pimple better? No, I don't like either, but zit's worse. Blemish? Yeah. A blemish. Why do I have a blemish? (laughs) A boil. I I have a boil on my face. I was just talking to Molly about this yesterday because she was like, I have one of those ones that's like an innie. You know, where it's it's like... cystic. Yeah, where it's like underneath. And it just acne. Yeah, well, it just hurts, and you're like, I know that it's there, but at the same time, it's not really forward facing, and you can't squeeze it. You just have to deal. Yep, I get those. But your dermatologist, man, they'll take care of that if you ask them to. Yeah, and you you go get a facial too. That helps a lot. They get in there, pick at everything. But do they like these? You know, when this happens, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, you know, you you somehow make it out of the. That awkward teen period where your body is just going haywire and mm-hmm. things start to calm mm-hmm. down. And, you know, and you enjoy a decade or two of clear skin for the most part. I've never experienced a decade with clear skin. No. I haven't either. No. Mm-hmm. No. No. Well, never mind. I have. Then. Yeah. It's a bad story. Because my question was going to be, is this a phase that she's just going through now that she'll come out of again? Well, I, I mean, it I comes and goes. Do. I mean, you can go, you can have a nice stretch mm-hmm. where everything's going all right. Yeah. But then you start eating the wrong foods or you start not drinking enough water or you have a hormone flare up and it's all yes. shot. And then you get older and rosacea comes out of nowhere for mm. no reason after you have kids. Oh. Hello. That was me. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I go to the Christ Hospital dermatologist, and it's just one of those situations where I'm like, can you help me with this? And she's like, some people just get it. Some people, it's pimply. Some people, it's redness. Some people, it's this. And there's all these things you can try, but you just have to try the one that might work for you. Figure it out. Yeah. It's crazy. So this is not a new thing for Kim. Like, she's been dealing with this for a while. Yeah, sounds like it. But also, she wears so much makeup. I had that thought. No, you're right. I'm I'm assuming she probably does clean her skin because her body and her looks are her biggest asset. But at the same time. But it takes a toll, though, when you wear it that many hours a day, right? And every day. Like, I'm sure they wake up every day and do that full face, don't you think? Like, I'm at the point when if I put foundation on, it just feels like I have... 
this clack all over my face. It feels heavy. I Reese cannot Perry. stand the, the feeling of it, it anymore. Yeah. I just can't. Well, and she has like, you know, the lashes and I think she has some of the permanent makeup and things like that. So yeah. maybe she doesn't. And I'm sure she's using the best high oh, definition sure coverage. So maybe it doesn't feel that way for her. But mm-hmm. well, David Beckham didn't tolerate any BS when it came to the new Netflix documentary Beckham. I saw this yesterday when I turned on my Netflix. It was the first thing that popped up was like the little blurb about this show. Didn't tolerate any BS when it came to the documentary and didn't tolerate any BS from his wife either. There's a clip going viral where Victoria is talking to the camera and saying how she and David grew up very working class. Mm-hmm. And then David pokes his head into the room and tells her to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's very funny. I'm very close to my family. Yeah, I mean, I think also we both come from families that work really hard. Both of our parents work really hard. We're very working class. Be honest. I, I am being Be honest. honest. Be honest. I love it. I am being what honest. What did your dad drive you to school in? So my dad... Did, no, one answer. My dad... What well, car was it? Uh, it's not a simple answer what because... What car did you get your dad to drive? It depends. No, 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 no. Okay, what in car? the 80s, what? my dad had a Rolls Royce. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> wow, it's like having a conversation Thank with Jen did. Jordan. Well, it, it depends. depends. It does. There yeah. are no black and white answers. Everything is very gray. You we were just, so poor, we took the Rolls Royce on yes. Monday. Fine, it was a Rolls Royce. Yeah. All right, but you know what? It was a 1940 Rolls Royce <laughs> yeah. that needed a paint job and was had a dent in the rear. Yeah. <laughs> this is so great. Now I have to watch this. It's only, I think, like a three-parter or something like that. It's not very long. Is that all? I think so. Beckham is currently streaming on Netflix. And he looks, they get him when he is young, 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 too. They have some really old footage of him, which is pretty cool to see. Yeah. Like the the glory soccer days when he was so just incredible. Right. (laughs) That's so funny. All right, we got to take a quick break. (laughs) Coming up, we got more E! News, including uh, Taylor Swift's concert film. We got some numbers for you and where people are putting their money. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Talking about the Eras Tour movie that's made over $100 million worldwide. And it hasn't even opened And yet. no one's even seen it yet. <laughs> how long? Do we know how long it is yet? I mean, the concert was three hours, right? Oh, yeah. So does that mean the movie's going to be three hours? Yeah, it may be. Well, I'll tell you that um, there were no breaks. I mean, it's not like, you know, how, like sometimes there's like, I mean, like really long. Yeah, but I mean, I would say the longest break maybe even for her to change clothes is around two minutes. Wow. It's, I mean, there's like no breaks. Wow. 
It opens next Friday because, as Swifties know, 13 is Taylor's lucky number. And uh, next Friday is Friday, October 13th. So that makes sense. Totally. Be playing in 8,500 theaters in 100 different countries. It is expected to be one of the one of the biggest debuts of the year. It already set a single day ticket sales record for AMC theaters in the U.S. with twenty six million dollars. No movie's ever done that before. <laughs> wow, That's I mean, insane. not even Marvel movies. I just looked it up. How long will the Eras Tour movie be? And it says. The concert film will run two hours and 45 minutes. That doesn't surprise me. In related news, a pair of tickets to any Taylor Swift show around the world sold for $15,000 at Selena Gomez's charity auction. Wow. Wow. That's a pretty penny. Dang, that better include a meet and greet. Wow. (laughs) Seriously. You would hope. We are living in the Taylor Swift era. Yes. God. It is no longer the Paris Hilton era. No. <laughs> hasn't been for a very long time. It has not been, but you wouldn't know that because she's getting a new TV show. My friend Kim got a show. That's hot. <laughs> she released a book earlier this year, Paris the Memoir, and now it's being turned into a TV steer- series with Ellen Dakota Fanning among the producers. Oh. Paris is producing this as well, so she's going to have some creative control, and that's pretty much all we know at this point. But yeah. Well, she's a mom now. Series. It might be neat to see that side of her. But it's based on the memoir, so. Oh, so it doesn't include it doesn't her being include a mom. That part. Yeah. Well, no. never mind. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, a story that we did this morning on the Facebook Live video was kind of fascinating. Ed Sheeran is prepared to die. Like, he's got all his ducks in a row. He really is ready to die. He already has his grave prepared in his backyard. People, they've called it a crypt. That's weird. This is odd to me. But he says this grave that he's got in the backyard is actually more of a chapel, you know, more of like a, I guess, a rich person's crypt that he calls a chapel. Well, apparently he's planning on living there his entire life or keeping this home forever. Yeah, this estate. It's kind of like, yeah, uh, Memphis, Graceland for Elvis. Right. Yeah. Uh, but he says in the backyard, there's it's just a hole that's dug in the ground with a bit of stone over it. So whenever the day comes, he says, and I, and I pass away, I get to go in there. <laughs> and he says, you know, people do. They think it's weird. They think it's really morbid. But the thing is, I've had friends die without wills. Mm. And no one ever knows what to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He just had a really good friend die, didn't he? And he wrote that song about him. Yes. And that's one of the reasons why he built it, because he wanted a place to mourn friends who have passed away. He also hosts friends' weddings there. And when it was being built, he was like, wow, this is just beautiful. You know what? I think I want to be buried here, too. It sounds more of like some sort of sanctuary than... You know, like mm-hmm. if, if weddings are happening there and funerals. Right. Like a peace sanctuary or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Like growing up throughout most of my life, I always kind of envisioned myself being buried in my hometown of Lexington, Massachusetts. And there's this there's a cemetery that I always loved going to because I had some some uh, 
childhood friends who were mm-hmm. buried there. Mm-hmm. So I attended funerals there. And in that grief, in the midst of that grief, I remember thinking this is one of the most beautiful places. It doesn't have headstones. It, it's just, you know, the grave markers. Mm-hmm. But it's in just this little, beautiful, wooded oasis. And I've I've just always loved it. And I always thought that I would be buried there someday. And then my mother passed away. And I discovered that it was owned by the city. And it was really inexpensive yeah. to get a plot there. Yeah. So I seriously considered getting myself one, too. But... At the same time, I'm like, it's, you know, I left here years ago and I don't feel the same connections to this place that I did back then. And, and plus there's not a whole lot of space left. And most of what's left is like by the street. So. Well, you like city living. (laughs) I know. Easy to find. (laughs) Yeah. I thought about that. But I mean, what a weird thing to be. Th- I guess it's not that weird. I mean, that maybe that's the problem. Is we should, and, yeah, we should be thinking yeah, about people these don't want to think about it. They don't. Nobody wants to just to, to think about their demise. But at some point, you're going to have to, or else all those decisions are left for the people who are remaining after you're gone. Right, and that also made me think: like, if if we're not living there, does that place a burden on my now yes, wife to get you there to get me there yes also yeah. do you want to be just get cremated and spread your ashes somewhere <laughs> but do you want to be next to Kristen yes. though too like the two of you you know what i mean that's the other no, thing no because Scott she I... wants to be cremated and she wants her ashes spread over the family yeah. lake area there so mm-hmm. scott and i just had this conversation like on the way back from nashville and he's like have you ever thought about it and i'm like not really, but now that we have a kid, I'm like, what if all of a sudden we like end up living in Florida and she lives in Florida for the rest of her life? Do I want to be buried in Northern Kentucky? Yeah. It's yeah. weird. It's a weird combo. My uh, my brother and sister-in-law, you guys know they lost their ver- their first baby, right? So mm-hmm. they yes. had to buy a, a plot for him to be buried. And so they bought theirs at the same time. And then my parents were like, well, if there's like a BOGO, we'll get in on this. <laughs> so my parents bought theirs and then a cousin would got they went in with one oh, it's a whole family situation with one you know with the thought of buying one and ended up buying like seven at the time oh, that's do fun. you have one there no oh maybe you're not going to be a part of it then <laughs> i know but would you want to be in michigan with your parents or would you would you like to be with chris i don't know that's what that's what i'm saying it's such a weird combo yeah it's weird but i don't know i guess i would feel better if i had that stuff worked out because i got everything else worked out mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I got, I get the will. And yeah, just leave it up to us. Just write in the will that we that we, that we'll take care of it. <laughs> I've always we'll had your it. best intentions in mind. Whoa. The Q102 <laughs> Morning Show is in charge of Jeff's remains. Yes, exactly. Let us. They know. will decide when we'll the decide, time is appropriate. Yes, and what we're going to do with it. Mm. My mom told us that she wanted to be like cremated and split up into like like a little bit for me, a little bit for my sister, but she wanted to be planted like in the yard yep. wherever we live is like a tree but then i was like but what if we move like right. and and the, you're just under this tree and she was like well you could dig the tree up and take it with you i'm like mom you just can't dig up a tree <laughs> and be like oh here comes nana with us she's on top of the car you have yeah. no idea it's such a weird convo I think it's you know some of the things that are really cool how that can bury you in the ocean and mm-hmm. make you part of a coral reef. That or, is cool. You know, you also with a tree, you know, somewhere. 
I, you know, I, know right. I think some Spring Grove does cool do the tree things. thing. There's some cool options out there. Yes. And put you in the ground. Yeah. This is what I see happening is, you know, I leave it to you guys and you cremate me, and I somehow end up in Jen's car for the next year and a half. <laughs> year There's and no half. place you'd rather be. And, well, until I get a new car. And then a, <laughs> right, she's until she's in. cleaning it out, and she's like, oh, I oh, forgot this was here. There's Jeff. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Also true. Also a Funny possibility. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very plausible. <laughs> Facts. All right, so it would have been kind of fun to be at a Philadelphia Phillies game on Wednesday. There was an anonymous fan that bought two rounds of beer for the entire Section 103. Wow. Considering their section has 352 seats, drinks between 12 and 16 bucks, fans spent around $9,000. That's a lot of beer. The lucky fan in Section 103 say that says they know who the anonymous buyer is and that he's always been a nice guy who doesn't want credit for his generosity. Wow. That's kind of cool. That's nice. I don't know if that's how, if I wanted to, to you know, put $9,000 into the community. I don't know if buying a whole section, a couple of beers would be my choice. But, you know, we've all got our thing. Well, I'd be looking around. I'd be like, except for that guy. He's already had too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of football, Chicago Bears legend Dick, Dick Butkus died in his sleep yesterday. Dick Butkus. He was 80 years old. He spent all nine of his NFL seasons with the Chicago Bears and was a first ballot Hall of Famer in 1979. He's the guy that would, uh, they would parody him on SNL, right? Yeah, Go Bears. In 2010, <laughs> NFL Films placed him at number 10 on the NFL's top 100 greatest players. Here's Dick and narrator Peter Coyote from that show. I want to just let them know that they've been hit. And when they get up, they don't have to look to see who it is uh, that hit them. Shouldn't be any puzzle. When they come to, they got to say, well, it must have been Butkus that got me. <laughs> Dick Butkus was much more than an intimidator. In just nine seasons, he forced 47 turnovers, including a then-NFL record 25 fumble recoveries. His career was cut short by a broken-down knee, but not before Butkus had played every down of football he possibly could. He stood for something just as important as victory. He gave everything he had on every play. Wow. Yeah. Well, after hanging up the cleats, Butkus became an actor. He starred in a series of Miller Lite commercials, Alongside fellow NFL retiree Bubba Smith. Mm-hmm. Also Bubba appeared in Smith. TV series, My Two Dads, Blue Thunder, and Hang Time. Did tons of guest appearances on television over the years. I forgot he was on My Two Dads. I Who also, was he? I also forgot about My Two Dads. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't a great actor, but he was fun. No, but his movies included Any Given Sunday. That's a great movie if you've never seen it. Oh. Al Pacino and uh, Cameron Diaz, right? Isn't that her? Yeah, and Jamie Foxx. Oh, yeah, that is a good movie. Mm -hmm. What about Hamburger, the motion picture? That's a cinematic classic. Oh, yeah. He was in a bunch. Yeah, but his heart always belonged to football. He once said, football for me was never work. If you love something, it's not work. That's right. Yeah, but if acting were my true love, my real true love, well, then I'd be honing my craft. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't I? Over at some This is true. Crappy theater. <laughs> yeah, a lot of tributes coming in and Dick Butkus gone at the age of eighty. Yeah. That's all I've got really. All right, we'll leave it there then.
More e-news coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Uh, just as a way to have some fun, we like to get back to the community in the form of a commercial, which we don't really specialize in, but we kind of know how to do it. And it's sort of a give back for all those struggling mom and pop businesses in and around the tri-state, all locally owned, all trying to make a buck, mm-hmm. all trying to make it happen. Yeah. That uh, took a big hit during the COVID shutdown. Some have been struggling struggling to get back ever since. I've got a, a really good friend that owns a small business. And what happened, you know, they're still struggling because so many people during the shutdown started buying all their stuff online. Yes. And those people have not been coming back mm-hmm. to right. the store. And that's just a bummer. Yeah, and it's easier for some businesses to pivot more than others right. and uh, for others not so much. But today... Uh, we have Kathleen on the line. She's representing the drive through pony keg at Clough Pike in 8 Mile. Good morning, Kathleen. Good morning. So how long has the drive through pony keg been in business? Um, since 2005. Oh, wow. So you've been around a bit. The drive through pony keg. What all do you have at the drive through pony keg? What's available? We have... Well, we have over 300 varieties of wine, um, probably over 400 varieties of beer. Wow. You can come through. Mom and moms come through to get milk. We have half gallons and gallons of milk. Moms um, come through to get wine and beer, let's be honest. <laughs> the milk is just, we need to stop for milk, and then we pick up the wine and the beer, right, right. Jeff? Yeah. Um, we have bread, buns, um, just a variety of things. So, we decorate for the holidays. Um, and we're pet friendly. We give out treats to all of the fur babies. Aww. What about nice. the important stuff like Lotto and smokes? <laughs> we have we have Lotto. We have smokes. We have vapes. We have um, adult gummies. If I buy a forty, can I get it in an alley bag? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, put that in the nice. commercial. Kathleen's like, oh, they know about, they know these things. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what you I think what's be- really nice is like our staff. It's it's basically the same four people that are back there, and it's two of us work together, then the other two work together. My coworker and I have worked together for four years. Yeah. And when you come through, you don't even have, some most people don't even have to talk to us. They can just put up their fingers, or we we know exactly what to get them. So Kathleen, really? who are you paired up with? I'm paired up with Matt. And then who are the other two? Um, Tony and John. And why do you think they've stayed for so long? Like, what is it about working there that that retains them, you know, that keeps them there? I think it's the customers because it's, it's, it's kind of like we're your local penny cake on the corner, and, and we have, like, a lot of the same customers come through. We right. have regulars. And, I mean, they're very, they're very, most of them are very, very nice. You know, and I think they keep coming back because we joke with them. We have a rapport. 
I mean, these little kids in car seats will ask us what our names are, and I'll be like, oh, we're Matt and Kat. And that's Tony and John, and then like they see us at the grocery store or something, and, they, and it's like we're we're really big people, and we're really not. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. You yeah. are big people to them. Yeah. Are you the owner? No, I am not. You're an employee. I'm and an employee. How long have you worked there? Four years. Four years. Okay, that's a good. That's a good run. Well, I mean, you sell yeah. more of what than anything else? Beer. Lottery we we tickets? sell a lot of beer, but I, I I would say that we sell just as much wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so beer and wine are the two biggest sellers of everything you got in that store. It's beer and wine. You guys have any specials beer. like Cheetos Tuesdays and you know double pack Camel Thursdays or <laughs> no anything? <laughs> and I mean, I will say that I mean we do sell a lot of that prime hydration drink. I have a lot of. Um, elementary school kids that are coming in for that. Oh, yeah. That's hot. a big one. It's hot right now, yeah. Yeah. Now, is it drive through do people actually, can they go inside or is it strictly drive through only? They they drive through in cars, but, I mean, I do have people that will walk in. Um, we're right by a park, so in the summer I have a lot of a lot of kids come riding through on their, like, bikes or their scooters. Yeah. That's cool. They drive up to the pony keg. We used to walk to ours and get, like, baseball cards and, you know, fun snacks. That's very fun. So if I need, like, milk and butter, you got that, right? We don't We don't have butter. We have, we have milk and, um, like, bread and buns and So it's like snowstorm basics. Yes. Yeah, milk, bread, batteries. Yeah, those are important those things. Are we needed batteries this morning. So, yeah, uh, we did. Best way to describe where you're at is the, the, the drive through pony keg behind the marathon on 8 Mile and Clough. Yes. Okay. You got pork rinds? <laughs> yes, we do. Corn nuts? Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we do. We have to stay yes. Oh, that's those great. Kinds of nuts. Okay. Good. Uh, I mean, we have a, like a large variety of candy that like we go and we go inside the store to bear for the kids because like in the winter or the summer, it'll either melt or it'll freeze. Oh, speaking of that, what about ice cream? We have a limited supply of ice cream. But you got some. But there's some there. We have some. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. That's something. Like the frozen good. Snickers and that kind of stuff. Mm. I'm trying to think of, like, what would I run out of in the in the event of an emergency? Like, I don't know, maybe, like, trash bags or sandwich bags or, or paper plates. I have trash bags, yep. Yeah, paper towels, toilet paper. That kind of stuff. You, yes. you got any WD-40 back there? Oh. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. Look at that. I'm thousand ding, ding, ding. Well, What yeah. kind of emergency situation? I know. Do you I'm know. I was thinking wine and beer and I was thinking the exact same thing that you <laughs> well, were thinking. What's going on at your house? Yes. You have it's an, an emergency. emergency. I need paper plates. <laughs> I need and the WD-40. <laughs> what are you putting that WD-40 on, Jeff? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're thinking jerky, corn nuts. Snacks and booze. Snacks and, yeah. yeah you got Doritos, corn chips. All so, the good stuff. Salsa? You got salsa? Yes, we have salsa. Look at that. Well, uh, you got purple stuff. Wait, what about Sunny D? Mm. <laughs> Mixers. I have I have Sunny D seltzer, but I don't have regular Sunny D. That'll work. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, Kat and Matt and Tony and John, right? Correct. All right. I think I'm good. I think I got what I need. Yeah. And you all been there, would you say, you and... and- 2000. 2005. Matt, Matt, Matt and I have been there um, four years. Four years. But the other team, they've been there longer? 
No, Tony's probably been there going on three years, and and John just came on. Gotcha. John's John's going on a year. You got any other openings? You hiring? I do not believe we are right now. Yeah. Well, Sorry. Yeah, it sounds like it's a great place to work. There. Nobody's yeah. leaving. There Nobody's are no leaving. openings. Nobody wants to go. All right. All right. Okay. You well, got enough there, Tim? Is yeah, there anything so. else we need? So, Kathleen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go into the production room, throw together a little commercial, sound effects, music, lasers, all of the things, and then we'll call you back in about an hour, and then we'll play back what we got for you. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Is Bye. there anything special, that, any special message you're trying to communicate with this, or is it just an overall broad, general come shop here? It's come shop here, but I mean, you're going to get a friend. You're going. It's going to be friendly and fast. Even though we have a line, we run cars through really quick, and we're all very polite and friendly, and we take the time to talk to you and joke. With Do you. you have an app that people can order ahead? <laughs> we, we're working on. We're working on getting that. Oh, nice! Can people call ahead and place an order? Yes, they can. They can call ahead. Okay. Do people do that? Some do. But they okay. probably call to make sure you've got what they need. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Like said, sometimes when things are getting scarce, they ask us to hold it. Yeah. It. All right. All right. I need that, that, that bottle of Thunderbird, man. I know you're running low. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll call cool. you in about an hour with something. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Take it easy. Thank you for trusting us. Oh, you're welcome. So long. Bye. I just got a text from uh, Cindy Beaver. Oh, nice. That eight-mile drive-thru is pretty nice. Huge variety. Nice people. Look at that. I mean, she said they have like 400 kinds of beer. That doesn't sound like a drive-thru. I mean, could you imagine looking at everything? Yeah. You have to go in and yeah. peruse, you got to go in. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to head in the other room. Okay. All right, buddy. I might grab have a, fun with I might it. grab a treat off this display Stay over Stay safe. Yeah. Grab, the cupcakes are really good. Frosting spectacular. Yeah, so just to kind of let you in on what's going on behind the scenes here at Q102, we all walked in this morning and discovered this beautiful celebratory spread that our boss laid out here in the studio uh-huh. of cupcakes and booze and I was cake wondering pops. why she was asking me if I still drank. And Jen got a lovely necklace, too, that's just beautiful. Yes, it is so pretty, this amethyst. I am guessing her dad made this. Well, and if you want to see it on our Q102 Facebook Live video this morning, Tim, uh, I was out on a battery hunt, but I think Tim did showcase it a little bit. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it's in celebration of our 21st anniversary, which uh, I think is technically tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yes, the 7th. But... I yes. really, I really want to dig into those sweets, but I'm afraid that my uh... when you, yeah, we're a little afraid too because when you get into the sugar, things go a little. Sideways. I know. I get. I don't really eat a lot of sweets. I'm more of the salty fan. So when I have a little bit of sweets, I'm like, yeah. so I'm yeah. trying to save sugar that maybe for later. Yep. We should probably be wearing our 21 necklaces though. Finally we'll legal. And if by any chance you happen to be an employee of one of the. Hubbard Cincinnati Properties or 2060 Digital and you're listening right now on your way to work, feel free to swing by the Q Studio and have a cake pop. Sample one of our sweet treats. Yeah, we got, look at that. She had nice red wine. Yeah. She had Tito's. She got you a nice little non-alcoholic sparkling something. Isn't that funny? Got me a nice scotch. I know it. Look at that. It's nice to be loved. It's nice to be appreciated. Sure does.
Feel good. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, Patty. And thank you guys for hanging in there with us yep. and being part of our radio family for the last 21 years. They never would have kept us around if you weren't here. Oh, my God. No way. <laughs> We'd have been gone a long time ago. No. Thank you for the steady employment. Yes. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. you. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Ring is offering to pay you $1 million if your doorbell camera catches actual footage of aliens. Yeah, that's all you got to do. And they're out there. You know they are. Now, you know, we watch uh, video, film. We look at pictures of supposed extraterrestrials. And they're always like super grainy and blurry and hard to tell. And it could be 8 million things or another. But, you know, with the ring camera, I mean, those are usually pretty nice. They're pretty clear. They get good images, mm-hmm. which is why they're so popular. Mm-hmm. So they're running a contest called the Million Dollar Search for Extraterrestrials. And you have until November 3rd to submit. Uh, it doesn't have to be necessarily high definition footage of ET waving at the camera. <laughs> Um, that would be awesome, you know. But it's but it's got to be compelling enough that it's indisputable. Yeah. If someone does send in legit footage of aliens, then they're going to get fifty thousand dollars a year for the next two decades. What? I yeah. know. How about that? But oh my gosh! But if you Crazy, fake right? anything or use cgi or ai or try pulling a deep fake you're automatically disqualified they got people that can tell this stuff uh now having said that fake stuff is allowed for a different contest they're running through uh so if you want to have some fun with it they're giving out 500 dollars amazon gift cards for the most creative submissions that don't qualify for the million dollar prize that's this All is right. pretty fun though this could be fun. really fun I mean, does it? I don't have one. Yeah. So, does it alert you when there's motion? Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. you can set it up any way you want. Okay. It'll even tell you, like, like ours will say there's a like it'll say like you had a package delivery. Like it'll it'll know that somebody walked up, dropped something off, and left. And then it'll say there's a face at your front door, like if somebody's sitting there waiting for you to answer or talk. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty intuitive. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it'll say unfamiliar face. Costumes and props are allowed, but it has to be filmed on your ring camera. Judging will be based on creativity and humor. All right. Well, that's kind of fun. Perfect timing, you know, with Halloween and all. Right. Uh, Let me run this by the kids listening. You ever open up your lunchbox at school and think, what is this? There's no passion here. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, there's a reason for that. If you're not loving your lunch and it doesn't excite you and you don't feel like whoever's packing it is putting any effort into it, <laughs> the reason might be because 26% of parents say packing their kids' lunchbox is their least favorite chore. It's not fun. I think the but challenge it's e- but is... it's pretty easy. It's not because we get challenged with coming up with... For me, it's the variety part of it. You know, I have like my go-to staples, but then you also have these... 
moms too that go above and beyond sometimes in my opinion that do like the little they'll use the the cookie cutter shapes to make you have a heart p b and j so you're feeling pressure oh yeah and then it'll be like well you know Kristen got um bubble gum and hers and i only got and it's the variety it's Mm. all the things so why not yeah just send them have them buy the lunch from the oh i I push it man because they send home the menu at the month the beginning of the month that tells you like today is this today is this and i sell it i'm like guess what you're having today pizza on a whole grain that sounds great you know that kind of thing yeah i i prefer the at lunch but i also have to pack a breakfast as well well Kristen would like put all this effort into it because it was just fun for her mm-hmm. like that's up her wheelhouse you know that's it is for some people kind of her mm-hmm. thing and she just got a lot of joy out of sticking little treats in there especially seasonal treats or if mm-hmm. it was the first day of summer or if it was halloween officially halloween season little notes yeah or she might stick like a fake spider in there just to be playful uh, but most parents, for the most part, find that the least fun thing to do <laughs> in the morning, getting the kids ready for school. In fact, 29% would rather clean the bathroom oh my God. than put a few things That's together for their dramatic. kids' lunch. No, it's like you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. 17% of parents say they'd rather get a cavity filled. Oh, oh. my God. Then prepare their kids' lunch. Am I getting the gas when I get there? <laughs> or like, or what's what? happening? No way. But to Fritch's point, packing lunchboxes can take a lot of time, especially if you're preparing multiple items to your kids' taste and not just tossing a Lunchable in. Mm-hmm. And it can be frustrating because 72% of parents say their child's lunches often come back from school uneaten. Yeah, so they feel like they're doing all this work for <laughs> for nothing. Nothing <laughs> for what? And that's frustrating. And then you have this conversation. Well, if you didn't eat the sandwich, then what did you eat? Well, then you should have just bought. I don't know why. You have that whole thing. Right. By the way, if you're teaching your kids to pack their own lunch, there's a promotion happening on social media hosted by one of the juice companies. Uh, They're making you, let's see, you just have to pack your, you just have to, oh, you just have your kids pack their lunch, take a photo, post on social media with a dumb hash. This is dumb. What if you, what if you, I mean, like, honestly, when you were. ain't worth it. Yeah. When you were a kid, what would you have put in your lunch, given the Uh, opportunity to pack your own? Bologna sandwich and Doritos and some form of candy. Yeah. I think Penelope's would be like. Like, there would be no actual substance. It might be, like, a cheese stick, a yogurt, um, some sort of little Debbie cake, a candy, cheese balls. Yeah, I was okay with the sandwiches that my mother made, but I would have also preferred, like, those little snack pack pudding things. and oh, yeah. the pudding. And do you remember, like, the potato sticks? Oh, yes. I love those. Those were good. Yeah, my friend Karen Laughlin, she shared with me sometimes. but oh, that was nice. She got one of hers every day and I was always a little jealous and the kids that had the snack packs I'm like I want pudding (laughs) why don't I get pudding because my mother says it's junk yeah Yeah. (laughs) my mom won't let me mom says it's crap and then you load it up full of healthy stuff and that's all the stuff they bring back yeah Yeah. she put like an apple in there yeah you're like why didn't you eat the apple and then you know what we do as moms we send that apple right back the next day we're like you didn't eat it yesterday you're staying in today (laughs) yeah 
by the way, let's see, let's see, let's see. Crocs unveiled something new, and a Crocs no. cowboy oh, boot. It's fantastic. I just looked it up. They aren't available. I tried to order one, but they're not available until October 23rd. Are you, would you wear Croc cowboy boots? I might at least a few times just for the novelty of it. <laughs> it would be fun. What do they look like? Are they? They look like cowboy boots. I'm wearing my Croc, um, crocodile Crocs today. And that's what the foot of it looks like. It looks like a crocodile skin. And oh, then, oh, yeah, and then no. their boots with <laughs> it's got a stars spur on, on the them back. and a spur on the back. <laughs> yeah, the Crocs cowboy boot has spurs and all. Uh, then they're available beginning October twenty third. They'll run one hundred twenty dollars a pair. Is it me? Are they getting more expensive? Well, it depends. I mean, they're you. They're plain old Crocs are the same price but when they come out with something like the barbie crocs and they have a lot of gibbets on them or their platform yeah. they're a little more expensive if i wasn't looking closely i wouldn't it wouldn't even occur to me those were crocs i know and that great but it says crocs in very big letters around the top it says you can join the wait list did you get on there not yet i have the crocs app oh so that's and you what probably got to. targeted with this. Yeah, if you want people to notice it, like you'd have to tuck your pants in so that they see the Crocs. Well, you wear them with leggings. Mm-hmm. It's got to be way more comfortable than a regular cowboy boot, oh, though. God, honestly, yeah. those take forever to break in. And the and the what is that like? The shoe part of it is so narrow sometimes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, for now they say it's a limited release, uh, but there's been enough demand on social media that it's they might rethink that. Uh, on social media, they joke these boots are made for crocking. <laughs> so, there you that's go. That's funny. That is funny. For all you Gen Zers, that's a reference to a 58-year-old song by Nancy Sinatra. Oh, my gosh. How fun. Now, I didn't get in on the Shrek Crocs either. I didn't. Oh, so bummed word. about those. And those were limited edition, right? Well, they've still, uh, they may come out with more of them because they're on the they're on the site and on the app, but they're only in like, you know, women's size six. Who the hell wears the They're size really supposed six. to be for kids. Yeah. Well, no, they've just sold out of all of the other sizes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Can you get them in a men's size? This It's all the same. Oh, nuts. So let me run this by you. Something called Altoona style pizza. Altoona style. Is making the rounds online. Yeah. Its namesake is the city of Altoona. A-L-T-O-O-N-A. Uh-huh. About two hours east of Pittsburgh. You've probably driven through it. Yeah. Anyway, Altoona-style pizza is a slice of thick Sicilian-style pizza with green peppers and salami instead of pepperoni. Okay. But the salami is not why it's going viral. Its defining characteristic is a slice of... Of American cheese on top. Oh. And this has been a thing for decades. This is a real thing in a very small part of Pennsylvania. Altoona-style pizza. And why do you put just a slice of what? Well, back in the day, a place called the Altoona Hotel started selling it. This was in the 1960s. The original recipe used Velveeta. But I guess over the years, craft singles became acceptable. And a writer for The Takeout did a big story on it and called it confoundingly delicious. What? Yeah, here's a quote from the article. American cheese on pizza works. It's odd and it's ugly, but... (laughs) 
but it is undeniably magnificent. I just pulled a picture up in Jen's face. I thought she was going to puke a little bit. Yeah, she's like, weird. this is not pizza. It looks that almost like a sandwich, you... yes, doesn't it? It doesn't look right. Like an open-faced kind yeah. of... Um... Something. Yeah, but remember like Something. back in the day, you know, you'd get like double the meat, double the cheese on the sausage, egg, and cheese croissant from Dunkin'? Always. Yeah. And that was great to get double the meat, double the cheese. <laughs> I mean, it kind of looks like it looks like they've doubled the cheese on this pizza with the American with the crap singles. Yeah, but what's what did you say was underneath it again? Salami, green peppers, and what else? Yeah, it's it's a slice of thick Sicilian style pizza with green peppers and salami okay. instead of the pepperoni. And then the cheese. So you're just replacing the pepperoni with salami. Although you can find like they have salami that is as small as pepperoni, so they. I mean, they could look identical and you wouldn't know it. Yeah. I, I, we eat those until sometimes you on our it. charcuterie boards. Yeah. So, like, what if you and Penelope had some fun, like a make-your-own-pizza night, decided to go crazy? And put a... It's the American cheese for me, though. I just feel like it's so plasticky. I don't know if I could get down on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's like, what? Who is, is it just a craft single? or? Yeah, no? it looks like... Yeah. Don't you think that's what it looks like? Take they it just, out of the paper. They just take yeah. one after the other after the other, and they just kind of lay them lay them well, on there. It's not even cheese. I mean, yeah. is there such a thing as real American cheese, or is it all processed, extra processed and... Mm. Right, but the point is, is that they're using the cheese that you would put, like, on any... Cheeseburger or any sandwich that we eat every day, but why would you be appalled at having it on a pizza and not a hamburger? Because it's a different cheese. I have standards, Jeff. That's why. (laughs) Well, when it comes to pizza, then you are obviously not into Altoona style pizza. I probably, I would probably try it. I would definitely but eat I, it. Yeah, I mean, come on, please. If it was my only option, especially. If that's the only pizza there is, is Altoona-style pizza, it's better than no pizza at all. Well, your reaction is not new. A lot of people have that same reaction, which is the point of the writer for Takeout. He's, he thought it would be the worst thing ever and said it well, was confoundingly delicious. It's how, it's how outsiders take a look at Cincinnati chili. Same thing. Yeah. You know, they all think we're weird. Yeah, but we just had a story um, earlier this week about Skyline Chili was number seven on a poll of the best fast food restaurants in the United States. How about that? In the United States. In the United States. How many other states are we in now? According to Google reviews. Like, so they went online and they pulled up all these reviews of people doing fast food restaurants and Skyline was number seven. All right. So we know Skyline's in Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, and Florida. Yeah. I think that maybe it. in some other places that I'm just not aware of. But I do, I do see them keep expanding in Florida. More and more mm-hmm. of them, I believe. Yeah, that was wild when I was down in Ocala to see a to see a skyline there. Mm-hmm. I do want to mention one thing since you brought up Skyline. Oh yeah, this is great. Skyline is introducing breakfast, but only at their CVG location. This is awesome. And the last time, the menu? last time I was there, last time I was there, they had the you. big, um, like, coming soon, and everyone was so excited. Yeah, this is uh, this is an opportunity for people to try the new Skyline breakfast menu before anyone else. They're going to be sampling four of the new breakfast menu items at the Skyline Fountain Square today from eight until one p.m. Uh, it's in celebration of the new CBG airport location that's coming soon. 
Uh, Skyline breakfast will be sold exclusively at CBG Airport beginning this fall. Yeah, but they got like a breakfast burrito on there and all kinds of good stuff. There's a breakfast burrito, a breakfast whey, mm-hmm. breakfast chilito, and a breakfast coney. Yes. Mm. And that's like a sausage link with the chili and cheese on top. It sounds yeah, good, Yeah, instead of hot dogs, sausage. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, that does. So anyway, that's to going on today. an early flight. Yeah, so if you work downtown... And you want to try it, uh, they're selling it at the Fountain Square location from 8 to 1 today. And after today, the only place you'll be able to get the breakfast items is at the Skyline CBG Airport, which makes sense. From 8 to 1? Uh, 8 to 1 today. Too bad somebody can't run some up to us. <laughs> I know. I want to try that be- breakfast burrito. It's got like hash browns in it Ooh, and all kinds of good stuff. That sounds really good. It is one of those things, though, <laughs> like when you come back in, like when we came back home from St. Lucia, it was like our first stop. It, it just like instinctually, we That's went to Skyline go. on the way home because we just were craving the ways, man. Yeah. Yeah, Tim, when you're done with a mom and pop spot, Jen would like you to go downtown to Fountain Square <laughs> yeah, to pick up some breakfast skyline for her. Great. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Jeff is looking for a second date update with, I kid you not, a woman named Jen. Ah. This is not a joke. Uh. Jeff, welcome. Hey, thanks for taking my call. It seems bizarre. This is a really crazy situation in some way. I had this super amazing date two months ago. All right. Two months ago. This is part of the story. This is the whole thing. We went to dinner. We had a great talk talk about all the big stuff we laughed super great connection we went back to my place we had a great night and i'm telling you every intention i really meant for this to go forward okay but then i screwed up what'd you do so to kind of just kind of wrap it up things just kind of fell apart in my life so over the next few days after we had had that date i wrecked my car Somebody ran into me, wiped out my car. I lost my job the following day. Mm. And then, sounds like a country song, man, my dog died. Oh, God. I mean, all this stuff happened in rapid succession. And Mm -hmm. here I was going, you know, the whole thing spinning around in my head. And in dealing with that, didn't get back in touch with her. I I just didn't didn't reach out. Right. You know, I I know I I probably should have sent her a text called her or something but it just too much was going on in my brain and so here we are two months later and i tried to reach out to her and she's not responding right and well you understand why though sure. oh yeah i totally understand why and the thing is i know she's a big fan of you guys and i'm hoping that you can you know kind of encourage her to, to, to at least to listen to you hear you out yeah to hear what happened Okay. Man, it was crazy. 
and that kind of crazy. I know that uh, I, I know that it was bad that I didn't get in contact, but I was all in my head for a lot of stuff, you know. No, I get it. I mean, one hit after another, man. When I'm overwhelmed like that, I would be completely distracted from anything else, no matter how great the day was. Yes, absolutely. And you know, we do have the things in common. We're not, you know, not everybody perfectly in sync, but we had enough in common that I think we had a chance to go forward with something really good. Yeah. And, um, you know, the world kind of fell in on me. Right. Well, let's take the break. When we come back, we'll call her up. Let's roll the dice, see what happens. All right. As Second Date Update continues, the story of Jeff and Jen. I love it. I know it. <laughs> you might just be destined to be friends. <laughs> And that's okay, too. Yes, it's all right. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. This is kind of a unique second date update in a couple of different ways. First off, Jeff is calling for a second date update with a woman named Jen. So there's that coincidence. And Mm -hmm. the unfortunate part of the second date update is after Jeff's date with Jen, a series of unfortunate events took place. Jeff was involved in a car accident. He lost his job the following day. His dog died like it was one hit after another. And in dealing with those things, weeks passed before he finally reached back out to Jen. And by then, it, it appeared to have been too late because she hasn't responded to any of his texts or phone calls. And I, it does feel like that. It feels, you know, when you have one thing go sideways, it's like I got home from a trip recently. And it's like I walked into two different things in my house that were big issues. Right. And I'm like, ah, ah, yeah. this is life. Yep. So... I don't know. She may be involved with someone else at this point, or maybe her thinking he ghosted her, left a bad taste in her mouth, so now she refuses to talk to him. But whatever the case, we're going to reach out and see if we can reestablish a connection and hopefully get a second date provided she doesn't have anything else going on. You know what I mean? Sounds good to me. That's yeah. that's what I'm looking for, hoping, right. to, hoping to get another chance. Well, okay. just curious before we talk to her, have you gotten a job or are you unemployed? Oh, no, I've gotten back on my feet. I'm, I okay. am employed again. All right. And so things have turned around. It just was a lot all at once. Well, that's a, that'll help in selling it. Yeah. You know, what, Jeff and I got your back there. What happened with the job? Yeah. Do you mind talking about it? Like, were you just a victim of cutbacks or was there some issue with the boss? Or yeah, something? it was just they decide they're going in a different direction. Okay. And that's what, you know, when you're uh, when you contract and you freelance, that that's something that happens sometimes. They decide to go a different direction. And there you are. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's call her up. You ready? I'm ready. Oh. Hello? It was Hello? Listen? Oh, there we are. Can we speak to Jen, please? This is her. Hi, Jen. It's Jeff and Jen and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning? Are you kidding me? Nope, we're here. Mm -hmm. It's all of us. Good morning. Wow, okay. I listen to you guys all the time. Like, why am I on the radio? (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay with that? You got a few minutes? Yeah, sure. I mean, sure. Uh, Why? I heard you were a fan of the show. Is that right? 
Yeah, I'm a big fan. I mean, I listen to you guys every day. It's like the perfect thing when I'm going to work. Oh, we appreciate that. Um, we spoke with a guy you went on a date with a couple months ago, and he was telling us after your date, he never called you, he never texted you until a couple of months later, I guess. Hold on. I've been dating a guy for almost two months, and he just broke it off last night, so I'm sure it's not him. No, no, no. This is someone you haven't spoken to in a couple of months. So have you been in a relationship this whole time? Yeah, I mean, it was really great, but... But you two broke up? You and this guy? Literally last night. Oh, wow. Was it a mutual decision, or he broke up with you? Did you say he broke up with you? Uh, yeah, I guess it was kind of mutual. Well, we're calling about Jeff. The dude you went out with a couple of months ago. Oh, my God. Jeff called you? Dude, that, that dude's an ass. Literally slept with me after this amazing date. Like, felt like I had my heart ripped out. And then he totally ghosted. Never texted me back. Never called me. I thought it was just magical. Like, we had the best conversation and completely ghosted. Well, there's more to that story. Oh, yeah, there is. He reached out a couple times, but too little, too late. I'm over it. Right. Well, we hear him out. I think if you had all the information, you might reconsider your position. Will you talk to him? Oh, my God. Fine, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, what happened after your date, after that magical night? So I totally agree with Jen. We had, it was fantastic. It was a great date. But the next day, somebody hit me while I was driving along, knocked me out for a loop. I was out of the car for a long time. The next day, my job called and said, I'm done. Immediately after that, my dog Wallace died. All oh, my of God. That's going on. like a horror yeah. movie. You really you could have at least said so something, much. left me a voicemail. Like, maybe, like, we seemed like we bonded. So, like, we could have just talked it out. I don't know. You didn't have to stop responding. You could have just told me it hit the fan. It's just, you know, when, when sometimes when all the stuff falls on you at once, you just don't know how to react. And as much as I enjoyed being with you, it's just hard to share all of this stuff with you right away because part of it is you don't want to scare somebody away. And part of it, you just are afraid of sharing this kind of stuff. Was it, the job was really part? And, yeah, especially the biggest. job. You should part, just right? say, hey, I'm going through something. Like, I don't know, you don't have to share everything. Just be like, yo, going through it. Um, would love to see you again. Just need some time or something. Well, wait a second, Jen, because I know where my mind would go if a man said to me, I'm going through some stuff right now and didn't say exactly what it was. My mind would immediately go to... He's married. He's got a crazy ex-girlfriend. He knocked somebody up. Going I would through immediate- some stuff. Yeah, I would immediately go straight to that. Or he is on his way to jail. You know, he's well, involved. He got arrested or something. Just some sort of response. I don't know. Just tell me you're traveling. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Two months is a long time. I've literally gotten in another relationship. Yeah, I got that. Well, I don't know if this is helpful or not, but Jeff hung up or we got disconnected. I'm not sure which. (laughs) So I don't know how to take this, if he just gave up or if it's worth trying him back. I don't think I think he got disconnected because he reached out to us. Well, if he did get disconnected, is there a possibility of us, of you or of us convincing you to go out with him again? Or is this a hard no? Are you open to continuing the conversation or are you done? 
Honestly, I'm open. I just, I feel okay. like maybe a redemption is possible, but we really got to talk it out. All right, All right Tim Styling. Let's get him back. Tim Styling. Hang on. Hold on a minute. <laughs> All good, man. All good. Hold on real quick. I disconnected. Hey, Jeff, you there? Yeah, I am. Sorry. We I, was just, uh, I had him over. I thought you hung up on us, man. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, Jeff, we've made some progress. Jen, you're open to seeing Jeff again. Yeah, I mean, I think you deserve a redemption date, but... I get how it is, man. When it rains, it pours sometimes in life. Yeah, it just overwhelms you for a minute. It overwhelms you, especially when you feel like life is out of control. And I'm that guy who gets very easily distracted and fails to get back to right. people and respond. I'm the worst at that. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry that that's the way it worked, the way it happened. I really would I appreciate the idea, the, the thought that you would give me another chance, because I really think we do have something that can work. And I just got kind of overwhelmed in the moment. I mean, I think so, too. It's just like, dang, like, two months? Like, what? I don't know. But that was, like, after I was already in that relationship. So. But I'm I'm down to try it again. Great. Then we'll set it up. So you'll All be right. hearing from Jeff again. Don't blow, Jeff. Don't you, know. you mess it up this time, mister. I mean, life happens. Oh, no. I'm getting this right. I'm okay. getting this right. Good. Good answer. Good answer. And, Jen, we appreciate you listening to the show. For sure. And for taking our call. Yeah. Let's go get sushi <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right. Sounds like a plan. We'll make it happen. I'm awesome. down. All right. I'm thank down. you both and good luck. Stay in touch with us. All right. Thank All right. You. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. So if we can do a second date update for you, shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. How are you? Doing great, doing great. You got big plans this weekend? You going to lay low? Going out of town? Um, what are you up to? My son has his last regular season football game on Saturday. Oh, last? Right. Already? What's yeah. the name of his yeah. team? Um, he plays for Lebanon Warriors. He's sixth grade. Sixth nice. grade? Okay. It's the younger kids. The older kids still have a ways to go, don't they? Doesn't high school have a few more weeks? Or are they almost done, too? We're having homecoming tonight, so I think that that's kind of like towards the end of the season. So, yeah. Yeah. We have two Damn. games left. Two or three. start in August. We have t- this week, I next guess. week. So, I think we have one, two, maybe three, depending on, I think, if you make the playoffs, et cetera. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, that sounds right. What's the current record? Um, <laughs> They've only won two games. I was on some teams like that. It's... Yeah, my daughter's team only has won one game, so it's okay. <laughs> now, well, you... they've played some really tough teams, so I'm <laughs> so very proud of them. Now, do you wear a great big button with his picture on it? I do have a button, yes. We have cowbells, too. That's a oh. big thing up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to get some cowbells for hip-hop. 
I need some of those. Oh, yeah. Oh, do, do you remember the name of that place? Yes, it was called My Glitter Boutique. My Glitter Boutique sent some yeah. for Fritch that were just, those cowbells were incredible. And it was totally bedazzled. It was amazing. Yeah, it's good stuff. More cowbell. <laughs> More cowbell. Well, Absolutely. let's try to win you $1,000 in cowbell. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to open up this envelope. We're going to see what letter you got, and you'll have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with a letter I'm about to reveal. Yes. Of course, you cannot use the same answer more than once, and the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. So All if right. you can't think of it right off the top of your head, just go ahead and pass. You'll answer more questions that way. Yes. All right, so okay. here we go. What's the letter? The letter is a vowel. Oh, boy. It's the letter E. Oh, it's a good vowel. We had two winners. E, with e. Okay. It's the best E. It's the best the best vowel yes. you can get. E is. All right. Okay. So here we go. With the letter E, name something you want to say to the Bengals before Sunday's game. Eat crap. Something gray. Evo. A car part. Engine. A city. Uh, Eagleton. A college. East Tennessee. Something frozen. Eggs. Something gross. Uh, eel. Something sexy. Elbows. A toy. Electronic book. A shoe brand. Yeah. Uh, pretty well. Easy that spirit. Was, that was nine. What was that? You've got um, nine answers. I'm not sure if all of them oh. were good, but you had nine. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So you're not a Bengals fan, huh? I'm a Steelers fan. Ah, gotcha. Oh, hang on. That explains the eat crap. I didn't get ten. Sorry. Could have been like everybody, you know, everybody. Everybody get it together. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I can only think of negative things. That's okay. Let's see. Evo engine, Eagleton, East Tennessee, eggs, eel. It's not for everybody. Nope. That's a yep. sexy elbow you got there. Some people. <laughs> yep. yep. Electric toy. Yeah. You think fast on your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Give you that. You were creative. Thanks. So, yeah. Good job. Well, what's your son's name? Riley. All right. Some luck for us. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> Good talking to you. Have a great weekend. Yeah. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. All right. What's up? Kathleen's on one. Got your mom and pop lady ready for you. Oh, hey, Kathleen. How are you? Sorry, I didn't have you up. Hi, Kathleen. Hi. Well, it's been about an hour and seven minutes since we last spoke. How you feeling? I'm a little nervous. Yeah. You should be. <laughs> yeah. Did you talk to your bosses <laughs> and let them know this was coming? Yes, I did. Yeah. Are they thrilled about it or are they like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, they're pretty thrilled about it. Okay, good. Well, I just downloaded the uh, spot. Now I'm trying to figure out uh, where did it come up? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? I can't play it for you until I get it. He sent it to me. I downloaded it. I put it in the right place. Hang on. So Kathleen uh, works at the uh, drive through Pony Keg at 8 Mile and Clough Pike in Anderson Township. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we uh, went into the prod room, trying to stall for you. Created... Uh, what might be uh, one of the best yet? Really? I don't know. <laughs> he says that we every say time. Yeah, That's true. it's like the most dramatic row ceremony every time. Uh, well, the more you do it, the better you get. 
at your craft. Well, I try to do them different you know? so they don't all exactly sound the same. Exactly. Right. All right. Well, here we go then. This week's mom and pop spot or the drive-through pony keg at Clough and Eight Mile. Enjoy. Yeah, it's a spot we know you're gonna like. It's the drive-through at Eight Mile and Clough Pike. Look for Cat and Matt or Tony and John. Just pull on right back behind the marathon. Uh, yeah. Can I grab a, a two-liter bottle of Mountain Dew and some nacho cheese Doritos, please? Milk, yeah, and bread, yeah, and snacks and buns. Everything you need when you're on the run. Anderson Township. The drive through pony keg at 8 Mile and Clough Pike has the biggest variety of beer and wine on the corner of 8 Mile and Clough Pike. 300 types of wine, 400 types of beer, tons of snacks, candy, nuts, and more. Nuts. Grab your lotto, smokes, and vapes, too. Friendly. Fast when you're on the run. The drive through pony cake. Find the marathon. At 8 Mile and Clough Pike. 8 Mile and Clough Pike. Anderson Township. Uh, hey guys, can I get two Slim Jims yeah. and a Sun Kissed? Yeah. Kids, calm down in the back. Uh, uh, yeah, um, can I get $10 of the uh, Luck of the Irish Triplers? Yeah. Scratcher Stinks and uh, Benson and Hedges. 100 spots. Yeah. Anderson Township. Eight Mile and Clough Pike. It's the drive through at Eight Mile and Clough Pike. Anderson Township. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there it is. That was good. Yeah, that go. was that a doesn't solid get you in there town. for Sigs and uh, Slim Jims. I don't know what it is. That's you never good. told us you were a rapper. <laughs> I didn't know Who I knew? was. That's your Eight Mile coming out in you. That's the right. Detroit Eight Mile. I did go to school on Eight Mile. Tim and Tim. Tim and him. <laughs> we'll see if he makes an appearance again. So what do you think, Kathleen? Honestly, be honest. Man, that was great. Good. 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 Glad you liked Another it. Another satisfied customer. <gasps> Have we ever had somebody come back and say, uh, they won't. They, no. they just, you know, They didn't exactly later. capture the spirit of our uh, <laughs> business. But, oh, uh, I'm so sorry. Thanks. Oh. Anyway, but no, I think Tim nailed it. Well, then great. we're just going to comp yeah. it for you then. Just, we'll give you that one <laughs> no for free. No charge. And you can hear it again, Kathleen. It's at WKRQ.com. Click the Jeff and Jen page, and then there's a mom and pop button and it's uh, right there along with all the previous ones we've made too. Yeah, it'll be on the podcast too. WKRQ.com It's so fun. Nice. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Hey, thank, hey, thank you, you, for you and good luck. Yeah. Hey, make thank sure you, you get to the drive-thru. I'm sure you got a line around the block by now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I hope you get a raise out of this. Yeah, no kidding. Hopefully. <laughs> no kidding. Alright, take it easy. See you, Kathleen. Thank you so much. You, Bye. Bob. Yeah. And if you go through the drive-thru, make sure you tell them, I heard about you on Q102. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. There you go. Well, right. should I be concerned that management is in the studio? I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know. The two big wigs are both here. I got to tell you that uh, typically, you know, anytime like there's a staff change when they fire people, it's usually on a Friday, <laughs> like after the show, they say, will you come down to my office and see me after the show? Uh-huh. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. This is why we have all the extra We got to be bright in here for the love. I know. Step on up. So we got uh, Patty Marshall, who's our program director. She's our operations manager, our leader, brand content manager. (laughs) Mike Frederick, our (laughs) vice president, general manager. He's here as well. Uh Uh-huh. 
How are you guys yeah. doing? Good morning. Is this the end of the road? Good morning. Good morning. Is this it? Hey, that was a high note. I would go out on that. Yeah. That was solid. <laughs> that was solid. Thank you. Mic <laughs> Yeah. No, you wish. Yeah. <laughs> but no. <laughs> you just decided you want to hang out with us on a Friday, on phone it in Friday? Just came in for part of the birthday celebration yeah, and the yeah. anniversary. Yeah. Big That's deal. all. Just came in to say, aren't we lucky? Uh, we're the lucky ones. We've yeah, had no 21 kidding. years of steady employment. That's yeah. pretty well, impressive, yeah. especially that, in this business. But, you know, there's 21 years of fun and laughter and all that that you guys bring to a lot of people. So, and Jen, you're, you know, inspirational and... You know, and these two over here who may not have quite 21 years, but because of them, you're making 21 years. I mean, it's a lot. It's mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. 21 years in radio is like you guys are like 110 years old. <laughs> yes. It's like a Hollywood marriage. You know, you know, that's like unheard of, but well-deserved. That's yeah, incredible. You. We're really lucky to have you guys. So here's to 21 more. Cheers. 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 Appreciate thank it. you. Thank guys. you. And thank, thank you, you for all the support over the years and for believing in it. Believing in us and taking a chance on us and hanging in there with us and patience. Yeah, a lot of patience <laughs> <laughs> with all of our quirks. Yeah, yeah. all of our weird quirks. <laughs> uh, it means more to us than you know. It does. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget the phone call that I got from Mike Frederick before we started working here. He called us from Paul Brown Stadium in the middle of a Bengals game, and I guess it was on a day where the weather was just. Beautiful. It was perfect. It was. It was, yeah. I remember that call. What did you say? Hey, come on up. I tried to just explain how unique Cincinnati is. You know, you guys were in uh, Tampa. And, you know, I just was trying to encapsulate what Cincinnati's about and tried to put a little, you know, here at the game, what a beautiful city Cincinnati is and how accessible it is and kind of, you know, just come up here and take a look at it, man. I'm just a big, I've lived here my whole life, was a huge fan, and these guys came up, and we had a very interesting dinner, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. Every time I got a Carlo and Johnny that's some, in, that's some inside information there <laughs> that we cannot go into, but that was, to say that was an interesting dinner was an understatement. No, but every time I see Brittany Ruby, I'm like, yep, Carlo and Johnny, that's where it all began. <laughs> that's where it all began. And, and to think that you actually came here after that dinner, is even more incredible. Well, it says a lot about what we had been living with down That's in true. Tampa. That's true. <laughs> to be completely unfazed. That's side show we were part of down there. there. We're still coming. I remember, I remember walking out of that dinner and saying to the other man, Jim, looking at him going, there's no way they're coming. I <laughs> said <laughs> <laughs> uh, so to Jim, this isn't happening, man. It's not going to happen. Well, that was a big part of it, the fact that, you know, you were born and raised here. You grew up here. You're very passionate about this community and and uh, and it felt real. Yeah, you know, it meant the world to us that you were willing to take that chance because uh, you know we didn't have a lot of options then. You know, no. we were kind of out of work. We. we- <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's, that's, why this is such, that's why this is such a great marriage. That's, that's why it works. That's great. Both of us. That's funny. Well, we appreciate you. Yeah, we do. So yeah. much. So grateful. Uh, you guys are the best. It's been awesome. And I know that, uh, you know, you guys have had such success here in ratings and performance. But I say this to everybody. You guys are some of the nicest people in the building. You're some of the hardest working people. Um 
You're just a real good inspiration to everybody in the building. So keep it up. Thank, Thank you, you. Thank, Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Patty. Thanks, Patty. Yeah. Cheers. Have a cupcake. Have a bottle. Have a cupcake, Mike. Appreciate you. That was nice. That's very nice. Awesome. Yep. All right. Well, now we're going to celebrate the people who kept us here all this time. Yes, please. Yep. We will introduce to you the the latest inductee of the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. In cat news, a study okay. has found... Here we go. That, I, I always keep something handy. It's always within arm's reach. <laughs> oh, thank news. you. Okay. Let's see. Thank you. But now you've got me you've teased cat news. What do you have to say? What, what I'll is? let Emily in on it. Hi, okay. Emily. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Happy anniversary. Oh, thank thanks, you. Emily. You're welcome. Good to be here. <laughs> thank you for helping us stay here by supporting us and... Allowing us to um, hang out for as long as we have. Of course. You guys are great. No, <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, it says here you've been listening for quite some time now. You work in hospital operations at Cincinnati Children's. Is that right? I do, yes. And you became a mama not that long ago. I did last August. Congratulations. Congratulations. 14-month-old boy. What's his name? Elliot. El- oh, I love that name. I think Elliot is just one of the cutest names ever. Do you call it, it Elliot, is or is there is there a short is there a nickname for Elliot? Elliot, Elliot, Ellie, Ellie Belly, you know all sorts <laughs> of Belly. <laughs> I love it. I love Ellie Belly. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it says here that uh, despite working my entire adult life, I'm fortunate to have never had a work commute until 2022. Wow. When she actually had to get the car. And deal with rush hour traffic. And that's when she discovered drive time radio. Uh, yeah, it's hard. I don't know how people do it every day. I just don't. I don't either. Yeah. That's it's, awful. Um, but she somehow no, landed yeah. on us and she's been hanging out with us ever since, I guess, huh? Yeah, it's so much fun. My husband and I um, lived in Clifton Gaslight neighborhood, which was very close to work. And I love so that. We always just rode the little um, employee shuttle to work, never really had to drive. Yeah. Um, but then when we found out we were expecting, we had to, you know, kind of unexpectedly move. And then I had a commute and you guys are just the best. So you went from, we went from Clifton Gaslight. Where are you living now? What neighborhood? Um, over in Marymont. Oh, that's a nice oh, yeah. neighborhood. Great schools. Yeah. Yeah. When Emily was a kid, she used to write letters to celebrities. <laughs> and the most memorable one was when she wrote to Ben Affleck in 2001 to offer encouragement after his recent rehab stay. Oh, God. <laughs> Emily was 11. Did he write you back? No, of course not. Oh, but, but I'm that still was, waiting. That was very serious. Did you just drop it in the mail with the name Ben Affleck on the front, or did you look up like a yeah. fan club? I, like, looked up his agent on IMDb. I was that's really, awesome. like, in fan letters. That's so. awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so smart. That's so clever. For did you ever get anything back from anybody? I actually did get a letter back from uh, George W. Bush, supposedly. Oh, um, you might. Yeah, the White I House wouldn't is say. Good. 
yeah, you know, my it's political familiar. you know beliefs have changed over the years, but I was very excited to write the president a letter. Sure. So. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, my kid wrote several letters to... Um, to Donald Trump about road issues. You know, he wrote to him about oh, the Brent so Spence fun. Bridge, about what a piece of crap the Brent Spence Bridge is, told him to get his crap together and, <laughs> and to, to straighten up and fly right and get it fixed. And we got, we got you know, letters back. It's fun. Yeah, you get yeah. a letter from the White House. Yes. So. <laughs> that is, it's very high quality cardstock. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's a photo of us together out there that was taken the Saturday afternoon before the Taylor Swift concert. Was that the photo she oh. included on her application, or was it a different one? I don't know. Tim has that. I haven't loaded it yet. I'm not sure. What uh, it did is. We take I a... included that I... one. Oh, good. Oh, good. Let me open it up. Yeah. Open. Uh, there it is. Yeah, it was actually oh, Tim and Fridge. I think Jen and I were somewhere. Where were we? No. No, nope, it's you guys. Oh, were we Everybody? in there? Yeah. Jacob's in there, too. Oh, God, I got it. Oh, Oh, that's right, because you, you met the afternoon oh, crew. You, you met Roy, Matt, yes. Freddie Mac, but then you came back the next day so we could meet. We sure did. No, so cool. my husband and I went down to the concert on Friday night, had a great time, such right. good vibes. But we knew you guys were going to be there the next day, and so we wanted to go to, you know, the Tay Gate or whatever they were calling it. Yeah. And we knew you would be there, so we brought Elliot down. We're like, oh, my God, Jeff and Jen. We felt like such creeps, but you guys were totally cool with it. And it was so funny because there was, like, a Q102 staff member who was working, mm -hmm. and there was a line forming to take a picture with, like, a cardboard cutout of Taylor Swift. Which we have in the we studio thought, right now. That's so funny. We thought it was a line for you guys, though. And so we asked the, the oh, staff member, we're like, is this? Oh, we don't have lines like that. <laughs> They'd rather have Card one with a cardboard. Yeah, exactly. People are way more interested in the yeah, cardboard. No, they wanted the frame with the Taylor Swift. You didn't even need so to write funny. us a letter. You could just walk right up. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she kind of laughed at us and was like, no, but it was great. Emily was like, I really wow. felt a connection to Fridge ever since learning that she also got swindled taking one of those rickshaws after the Taylor Swift concert. Oh, yeah. It got you where you needed hey, to be, Exactly though. right. It got us out of there, didn't it? It did. Yeah. Yeah. The funny oh thing is, Molly, uh, her boyfriend was picking us up after the concert, so he was kind of watching us on, you know, the Friend Finder app to see where we are. And when we left the stadium, he saw us leave the stadium, and he was like, oh, I got enough time for another drink. They still got to walk all the way down and then across the <laughs> suspension bridge. He goes, and then all of a sudden, her icon started going really fast. <laughs> so we had to jump in the car, and it's all because we took that little rickshaw guy. But didn't he think that you had been abducted? He thought we, yeah, he thought somebody <laughs> yeah. else picked us up. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. They are so fast. Yeah. He was quick, man. There's some good funny. calves on that guy, Tim. <laughs> well, Emily, hey. welcome to the Best Friends Club. We're going to set you up with a sweet jersey you can't buy in stores, can't buy it anywhere, can't even buy your way into the club. you got to be invited, and you're in, and we couldn't be happier to have you. Thank you for supporting us and for being a part of our radio family. Oh, I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Do you need here. to talk to her? No, she's so just stop go. by and pick up your jersey, okay? At okay, the radio station. Just, yep. 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 We'll Sounds be here. good. Okay, awesome. great. All righty. By the way, I'm going to play some Usher for you next. It's a throwback, but an all-time favorite. And we'll do it after the break, okay? <laughs> Thank you. All right, kid, take it easy. Bye. Bye. All right, how about that? Yeah, how about it? Newest member of the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club. If you want in, you just fill out an application at WKRQ.com. Thanks for listening. 
to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.